Well, here we are at day 10 of the 12 days of Christmas. And uh, how are you holding up, man? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm deep in the Christmas spirit. Uh, did your shopping? Oh, my shopping's done. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's if not, if it hasn't been done by now, uh, well, you know what? Amazon prime Songcraft brought to you by Amazon prime. No, <laughs> just kidding. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, I, uh, signed my kids up under me for a pyramid scheme. And so I'm giving them opportunity ah, for Christmas. I like, they can pull themselves up by their bootstraps. That's it. Yeah, no <laughs> gifts. They've got to actually get, there and get you know, get something done. Exactly. Um, so we are uh, going to revisit our conversation with Robert Earl Keen. Yeah. And Merry Christmas from the family. And that's a song that actually I have found that it's going to play a new role in my family. Yeah, I'll tell you what it is. We are, you know, I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old. Right. And the other day I was going to play for them, uh, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Right, right. And I got about halfway into the chorus and I had to stop it. <laughs> because it's got this line about, you know, about belief. Right. You know, you see where I'm going with this? I and I'm trying you. to be careful I in got case, you. you know, we got yeah. anybody yeah. listening. I don't want to mess anything up. Right. But uh, if I need a song that's got a good down-home kind of uh, comedic bent to it here, I'm not going to Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer anymore. I yeah. can't do that for a few. But this one, Merry Christmas from the Family. Yeah. I think I might be able to do that one. Yeah. You know, this song just talks about a box of tampons and some Marlboro Lights, which is uh, the conversation you'd rather have with your <laughs> young daughters, I'm sure. Ah, <laughs> it's nothing sacred. <laughs> you know, I think Robert O'Keen is so clever in that this is a song that's funny. And we've talked about this plenty of times on the show. A song that's clever funny and not just dumb funny. You right. know, that, that this song like perfectly captures that sort of like, you know, redneck family Christmas. And, uh, you know, it's, he just kind of nails the, the, the tempo of the song is so slow. It just sounds like kind of like half drunk and, and tired and like, it's, <laughs> it's just perfect. Like everything about it. It's such a funny song to me. Um, and maybe it's just because you and I are from the South and we yeah. know these people in this song and, you know, it's like, this is this is uh, the sort of thing we were surrounded by as <laughs> as kids. So it, it it resonates. But I I think that this is it's weird to say it's one of my favorite holiday songs because it's obviously irreverent. But uh, it is one that I enjoy hearing every year. Well, I th I think it it plays a role, doesn't it? It, it? You know, in in context with the rest of the Christmas canon, which is quite clean and well put together, it's sort of nice to have a messy one. Yeah. You know, exactly. a messy Christmas song in the batch. <laughs> yes, indeed. One that's not afraid to uh to to poke fun at itself and right. to uh to skewer, you know, the uh the good old fashioned Southern family Christmas. This song's got a little gravy on its shirt. <laughs> Exactly. And Robert O'Keen was here. Uh, you were actually traveling when he came and spoke with us. So Randy Poe was uh, was my guest host. I think that's the only time we've ever had a guest host on yeah. uh, Songcraft. But Randy uh, was here. And so Randy and I spoke with uh, Robert about this uh, Christmas classic. And here's what he had to say. On the turkey turn the ball game on. Next margaritas when the eggnog's gone. Send somebody to the quick pack store We need some ice and an extension cord A can of bean dip and some diet rides A box of tampons and some Marlboro Lights 
first time that I ever heard a Robert O'Keefe song in my life was 1998. I was in Gunnison Forest, uh, Colorado, at one of these adventure uh, camps, and there was a girl there from Waco, Texas. She played guitar. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, have you guys heard Merry Christmas from the family? <laughs> and uh, I'm like, no, what's that? And she's like, oh, it's the funniest song. It's so great. So she, this girl plays it on her guitar, her, her version of it on her guitar. And I thought it was amazing. Mm-hmm. But it really, I mean, it struck a, it struck a chord with me because mm-hmm. it was funny. Mm-hmm. And I always thought funny songs kind of fell into the like Ray Stevens, Weird Al Yankovic mm-hmm. sort of sure. category. Right. But this song, I'm listening, I'm going, it's funny, but it's also sly and it's sharp. Mm-hmm. It's a different kind of funny, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. than yucking it up, you right. know, type right. of song. Um, and it made it, I mean, it made an impression on me. And in fact, uh, I, I remember, like we are talking about earlier, you hear a great song, you want to go. I remember trying to write a couple songs in mm-hmm. that vein, which mm-hmm. I was terrible at. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know, the, it, it, it did kind of reorient my, my thinking in a way. And I wanted to ask you about, you know, as a songwriter, specifically that song, kind of the inspiration for it and, mm-hmm. and how it came about. But in a larger sense, also, that it's not easy to write and be mm-hmm. funny mm-hmm. without being goofy or, right. you know. Right. But just, just, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that song specifically, but also in a larger sense, that whole approach to, to songwriting in a way that makes people smile without, you know, but right. still making kind of think too, you right. know? Right. I, I, you know, back to the part where I talked about, you know, audiences are a focus group. A funny song is the best test, you know, to see if they're listening yeah. and to find out if the song is really funny. Cause if, if you, you know, and there's songs that I've written that, you know, like I thought were funny yeah. and you play it to people and they just go, you know, and you know, and then you, know, you think, well, you can't say they don't get it. I mean, when you first start out, you can say that, right. But as, as much as I've done, you know, played as many shows as I've done, I know that this is honest. This is, you yeah. know, it, so I go, ah, that's not funny. Boom. Let's get rid of that. <laughs> right. And sometimes within that whole scenario, the thing that you didn't really think was funny is funny. And the, then what your big punchline is not funny, right? right. There's another one. So <laughs> yeah. it gets kind of right. upside down. Yeah. But on the Christmas song, I was writing the songs for uh, Gringo Honeymoon. And I was, I, I, I was writing the song on there called The Raven and the Coyote. And it's a, it's a long narrative sort of, uh, you know, I don't know what would be kind of a, a exotic, uh, you know, story things basically set in Mexico or in South America. And, um, and it was, you know, I was trying to get all the parts in there and I wanted it to sound right. And I wanted it to make sense. Sure. And, but I was like working myself into a headache, writing this song. I was just wearing myself out. Yeah. And I finally took a break and it was, this was in November. And I, I thought, oh, I just got to just write something. And I thought, well, you know, it's okay. Cause you know, I got all of the rest of November and then I got all of December and then I thought, I don't know. I don't have all of December. It's all the holiday thing. And you're always stuck in the holidays. And you can't get out of this business, this holiday business. And I thought, I'll just write it. I'll just write myself my own Christmas. You know, there's not. And I'm thinking, there's not a, 
I don't know what a chestnut looks like. You know, I never heard a sleigh bell, right? <laughs> I'm going to write my, I'm going to, I grew up in Houston, Texas. It can be 90 degrees and 98% right. humidity. It's, it's crazy. You know, Houston, Houston weather, by the way, other than not getting cold, it's very much like Nashville. It can be yeah. very oppressive, you know, yeah, yeah. And even on, you know, December 25th. Sure. So I'm sitting there and I'm just strumming along and then I just started writing this song and it really just, you know, fell out all the pieces. Mm. I just, it was so easy because like all of these things were my experiences. Mm. All of these, you know, the thing about the box of tampons, I, that wasn't made up. I didn't think, oh, let me find a weird thing about it. You know, here's something really weird, throw in right. a song. It was because my aunt Sadie, and I have a cousin that's a year younger than me. We were at Christmas and she says she used to call her son Lee Puck. His name is Lee Puckett, but she'd go, Lee Puck? And she's from San Angelo. And she she went, I mean, in front of everybody, in front of God and everybody. And we're only like, we're like 10 years old and all we have is a bicycle. And she goes, Lee Puck, take this $5 down to the convenience store and buy me some tampons. And we're just, oh my God. Oh, can you believe she said that out in front of everybody, you know? And, 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 and you know, so that just like fell in the song. It was just boom, you know, here it right. is. And so I write this song and really, truly, I, probably not more than 30 minutes, you know, and not really, no editing, no return to, you know, this would be better than this. It just fell out. Wow. And, um, uh, and so I thought, oh, great, good that. And then I, you know, went back to the Raven the Coyote, finished it up, you know, made it right. made it feel good. And uh, so I'm playing, uh, so I did that record, Gringo Honeymoon, with Gary Valletri, who ran Bug Music. You know yeah, Gary, right? Sure. Yeah. And um, Gary, uh, so I'm playing the same deal, you know, playing the producer of the songs. And he said, well, what else you got? And I said, well, I got this stupid Christmas song. He said, play it for me. I said, okay. I played it for him, and he starts really laughing immediately and just yeah. laughing and laughing. I thought, wow, that's okay. He goes, oh, this has got to be on the record. I went, really? Goes, if you listen to that record, the nature of it is pretty serious. It's not yeah, like yeah. real dark, but it's pretty right. serious, and that's the only kind of like comedic relief in the right. whole thing. Right. And, uh, you know, so we put it on the record. Uh, and then, then here's a st back to a studio thing. This was this is sometimes what I really think that sort of got some of Pete Peel's attention is we played it and like when you got studio musicians on that deal there was uh, Gurf and uh, and uh, Carrie Talent and George Marinelli and right. uh, Dave Rusher uh, all, all were playing on the session you know these guys are great so right. you go okay here's the song and they just kind of click into this perfect like two four country time and I go whoa 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 it's got to be slow and right. I said. And they, and they slowed it down a little bit. I said, no, no, no. It's got, well, how slow? I said, think you're a 14-year-old kid and you just drank a bottle of Boone's Farm and you've been throwing up all night and you just woke up, okay? And the only, best thing you can do is just pick up your guitar and maybe strum a chord. That's how slow I want this. And then and so we did this really, if you listen to it, it's really slow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And to the point where it's like, you go, wow. I wonder why this is so slow, right. you know? But it had some kind of magic to it. This, right. And I have to remind myself on stage, back yeah. off, you know, because, right. you know, there's a stage tempo thing, you know? Right. So, mm -hmm. 
So it's it's hard to keep that slowness right all the way through that song, <laughs> but I do think that that caught a lot of people's attention. Just the the, the slow the how slow. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, it was it was the phrase "a can of fake snow." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just the greatest phrase in the world. <laughs> well, that's what you had to have. Yeah, you know? Absolutely, it's <laughs> Houston. Yeah, it's the closest thing you could get to snow in Houston. Mom got drunk and dad got drunk At our Christmas party We were drinking champagne punch and homemade eggnog Little sister brought her new boyfriend he was a Mexican We didn't know what to think of him Tell he sang Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Brother Ken brought his kids with him Three from his first wife, Lynn And the two identical twins From his second wife, Mary Nell Of course he brought his new wife, Kay Talks all about AA Chain smoking while the stereo plays Noel, Noel, the first Noel Hard the turkey turn the ball game on Mix margaritas when the eggnog's gone Somebody to the quick pack store We need some ice and an extension cord A can of bean dip and some diet rides A box of tampons and some Marlboro lights Hallelujah, everybody say cheese Merry Christmas from the family
turkey turn the ball game on Make bloody marriage cause we all want one Send somebody to the stop and go We need some celery and a can of fake snow A bag of lemons and some diet sprites A box of tampons and some Salem lies Oh, uh-huh.